Warning, the following podcast is loosely based on facts. It has in no way been vetted, and the hosts rely primarily on the honor system and looks of disappointment to keep the guests truthful. The stories and content in this podcast do not reflect the beliefs or ideals of the hosts or anyone associated with it or them. This podcast and the material within is meant for comedy. We do not condone or endorse crime or criminal activity, nor support the people who engage in said activity. Any complaints or grievances caused by the disclosure of this content are not intentional and may be formally submitted to the suggestion box located at reception. True criminals! (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. This is True Criminals. So this is True true Criminals. This is Scotty. This is Eric. And we are your hosts for True Criminals, the podcast, a podcast where we talk to regular people about some of their criminal activity. Everyday normal Joes. Everyday normal Joes and Janes. Joes and Janes out there that have, you know. In fact, today's episode, it's strictly Janes. It is. I didn't even think about that. Man, we are so woke. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't heard before, this is our 201st episode, so you've, you've been sitting back i guess not paying attention to what all your friends are doing but if you haven't heard before yeah true criminals we like like we said just talk to regular people um about their criminal activity everybody has done something you know whether it's uh, just pirating a, a dvd or shitting in a cop's hat or then mailing it to his mailing widow. It back to him. <laughs> yeah, everybody's done something, and we try to just talk to people. And we're not trying to incriminate anybody. You know, it's anonymous, but we try to talk to people about what they've done. And yeah, yeah we've got uh, two guests on today, and I guess the theme would be running from the police. It can be tied together that way. Definitely. Um, there's some running from the police in, in both of our guests' narrative. Uh, I tell a couple of things, I think. I mentioned a few things of running from the police. I mean, it's one of my favorite things to do. So, you know, even if I just see a police, I just... just Challenging him to a foot race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they would get me so fast. So fast now. <laughs> so, yeah. Um Today, like we said, we're going to talk to some people uh, that while we are going to say running from the police is the theme of the episode and it's in there, there's some other stuff in there too. We yeah. want to talk about. Oh, yeah. I would say we go from like, we go from like the lowest level of criminal activity that we'll probably talk about on here to the higher end of criminal activity. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk. yeah. It's a... <laughs> both ends of the spectrum on this one yeah yeah so it's a i think it's a great example of what we're trying to do here on the podcast absolutely absolutely so yeah uh this is what the podcast is it's just us this is a comedy podcast too if you're if you're new to it we're comedy slash true crime podcast i guess i mean that's what we're going for for. (laughs) yeah we're gonna give it a whirl if that doesn't work out i guess We'll just be a true crime podcast and try to make people cry every episode. Yeah. We might recategorize what the podcast is after we start getting some comments. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently this isn't a comedy podcast. (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to, yeah, 
queue up some are you are you ready to queue up or do you want to yeah, yeah. You got it you, you haven't actually do you have any running from the police stories that you'd like to tell and i'll take my answer off air <laughs> um, i'm really like i've never ran from the cops i mean i've you know after midnight you know and cops like slowly drive by the park and then you just kind of duck and hide behind the big toy or whatever yeah but never like a full-on chase yeah like even in the first episode you talked about the cops rolling up on you and you tried to run a little yeah. bit <laughs> i thought about running and then like the when i i realized the shock that my friend was way ahead of me in that process it was just kind of like oh, yeah 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 no i definitely and i've and i tell tell a little bit later but uh, yeah, I, I have ran from the cops. Um, I, and I've told you this story before, but uh, on one other time I ran from the cops, me and some friends were posing like Jesus up on the cross. Yeah. And yeah, and we would climb on top of a church because we would just watch the crow and we thought jumping rooftops was a fun thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although it was middle of the day, summer right <laughs> it had no crow vibes going on at all but yeah climbed on top of this church and then we were kind of just hanging out that yeah <laughs> then we uh thought it'd be funny to go up to the front of the church and pose like jesus on the cross and yeah eventually a cop rolled into the parking lot and then we all took off running <laughs> uh I jumped. I was really proud of my ninja roll I did. I jumped off. Like I ran. The church was kind of L-shaped. I ran to the other end of the church. So the cop obviously had to like drive his car around there right. to even to even see where we're going, you know. And then there was a some houses that were right by the church as well. The church was like kind of in their backyard, or the, the lot was short of it, sort of behind their house. And so I ran down to the lowest point on the church, but it was still like a, it'd be the same as jumping off of a house. And yeah, I just ran and just leaped, hit the ground and I rolled and yeah, popped up, took off running. And then, uh, and then, yeah, my cousin was up on top of the, the church too. He was the one posing like Jesus when the cop pulled in. So he was like kind of stuck there. He was like, Oh, <laughs> yeah i mean even if he had like tried to run he might have fallen off the peak so yeah he just kind of pretended to be i mean maybe he, they thought he was jesus i don't know <laughs> but they they went after us and then yeah he uh like dangled down from the peak there and just dropped and i think he fucked his ankle up I, uh yeah this isn't i mean again not a running story Never had the opportunity to think about running this time, though. It was kind of fucked up. You were uh, later in the episode. You actually mentioned having guns drawn on you by the cops, and I've actually had guns drawn on me by cops as well. I've worked security and bouncing at bars for several years now, and there was kind of an event going on in like the bar district, and officers came up to pretty much every you know door guy or security up and down the street started talking about uh and it was in the news they were talking about this couple that like got out of prison and were like making big scenes in little diners and stuff and you know screaming they were muslim terrorists and all this crazy shit they were like 
just white trash trailer park people, but they were posting pictures of all these guns and shit. It was just a weird situation. So everybody was like, oh man, these guys are up. Described them to us, all that. Later around uh, three in the morning after we shut down, got everything cleaned up, I'm walking to my vehicle and I get in my truck and I'm sitting there and I was texting somebody to see, you know, like when and where we were going to meet and all of that. And I see, like, officers, and there were also, like, federal agents out there in black. And they were, I saw them on both sides of the sidewalk, like, in front of my truck, and behind my truck. And, you know, I'm texting this person, like, oh, shit, something crazy's going on. They're looking for somebody. All this stuff. And the next thing I know, like, one of them just had their gun, like, pretty much in my face, telling me to get my hands out of the window. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, okay. Like, threw my hands out. And, yeah, they got my identification and like there's not much to really search on a truck it was open there's no back cab or anything but yeah they were and they were about to like run my information and one of the guys in black were like why are you doing that you know kind of called him off like clearly he's not the guy and uh i was like are you guys talking about the guy and lady you're searching you said the guy was like seven feet tall and red hair why are you What's going on here? And they're like, well, he was wearing a plaid shirt also. I was like, are you kidding me? And I started getting like irritated about it. And the officer who like initially came up with the gun and everything had this like pre-written like apology letter thing that I guess they all get like a booklet of. And it was like, if you have any, you know, problems, contact this number. And then he wrote his badge number into like a blank spot. He got they have pre-written apologies yeah yeah like post-its yeah exactly that i'm i'm pretty sure i still have it sitting around somewhere i may have posted it on social media because i know it's <laughs> like look what the fuck happened to me <laughs> so i actually have like okay i'm gonna run through a couple quick ones okay this i mean these aren't even like adventurous stories but i did run from the cops so one time i was leaving work in this in that hatchback my blue hatchback yeah. car that, that pops up and during it's, the it's the recurring character. It's the recurring character from I mean that once that car went down, I cleaned up my life. <laughs> <laughs> but in that car, I'm leaving work, and that car, like the horn went out like uh, years before, back when my mom owned it. She took it down to the shop and instead of I don't know anything about how you fix a horn on a car, but instead of like fixing it they just put in a new horn which was like just a button <laughs> right <laughs> like around the switch <laughs> yeah, yeah so i put in a button for the horn right around where your knee is <laughs> so you hit it all the time <laughs> so i actually hit it all the time and like we were leaving the grocery store and the cops had somebody pulled over in in the parking lot and uh, they were like I guess getting their information from them. Parking lot's empty except for us leaving the grocery store. Climb into the car and then accidentally hit the horn with my knee. And then I see the cops like look over at me and then they start rapidly back walking backwards to their car. Like they're not even looking at their car. They're like looking at me and backing up to their car. And I'm like, what the hell? And so I pull out and I don't have a license. I don't have a tag. I don't have all the things that this car is notorious for. And so uh, I'm like, oh, man, they're going to come get me because <laughs> they think I honked at them. And so I, I was only going like a half mile, but I like, I, yeah, took off. I tried. I wasn't trying to get, get them to pull me over for speeding or anything. Yeah. 
I was trying to get out of sight real fast before they got in their car and came after me. They did pull me over. <laughs> I like it. And then uh, uh, I actually have a movie idea. It's it's like the classic, you know, girls with a guy, but he's doing nothing but like brooding her life and shit, you know, and it's more or less an abusive relationship and it's hard for her to get out of or whatever. Except the abusive boyfriend is your blue car and <laughs> yeah. he's making everything a struggle. It, it it did make a lot of things a struggle, although it was home to to I mean, you slept in it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so coming up now, we're queuing up our interview with Blinky, who tells some interesting and lighthearted stories that do involve what you could call running from some the cops. Real dirty. Oh. <laughs> Man, yeah. then you're going to be really shocked by, by yeah. Pac-Man. Yeah. If, yeah. if, if, if Blinky blows you away. At some point in this episode... Things are going to switch tracks so fast. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, if you're ready, then let's let's roll cameras. Let's roll that beautiful bean footage. All right, welcome to True Criminals. You, we have a guest on today, and she has some stories for us. Just a couple small things. Do you want to say hi? Hello. Okay. And so, just you know the premise of the show, but it's basically we just talk to people, regular people, and uh, hear their crazy stories of anything they've done in their lives, usually when they were younger. But yeah, illegal criminals, true criminals. Hood rat shit. Some hood rat shit. So, yeah, you know some of the other stories, like in our first episode, you know the story where I I told about an accidental accidental home robbery. Scott told a story about stealing a bunch of toys. An accident. <laughs> as, as a grown man. Yeah. What? <laughs> as a grown man, he was lining his pockets with episode one figures. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, we're going to talk to you and you're just going to Tell us about some of these things, and we'll see where they go. So I think I think you're going to tell a story about underage drinking. Or no, you were going to tell a story about stealing a golf cart? No, we didn't steal it. You're I being chased did. by the police, though. Yeah. Okay, because our second guest has a story about kind of being chased by the yeah. police. Let's <laughs> make it a theme. <laughs> yeah, you were being chased by the police. She was being chased by the police. <laughs> And I mentioned times I've been chased by the police. Yes. So I grew up in a really tiny town and the, like most of the people lived outside of the city limits. And I did, my cousin did, who was almost a decade older than I am. And she had a golf cart that she would drive around, which of course they're not street legal, but we like to take it into town. Uh, so we would just get in the golf cart, take it into town, which she lived just outside of city limits. So literally like a stone's throw outside. And so we would take it in town, cruise around. Uh, there was only one cop on duty at a time. Uh, and during the day, it was actually the chief of police. His first name, I'll say that, but 
So Dean oh, would... we're going to track that down. You shouldn't have said that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, he's long dead. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck he the old. Uh, No, so Dean would inevitably find us, and then he would get behind the golf cart, turn on his slides, and we would just keep going. And so we would just, you know, do whatever. And then we would just ride it back to my cousin's house and he couldn't go that far. So he would chase us to this like fork in the road where the town ends. And then her house is just right over there. So the town, the county line ends or the city the limit, city limit. city limits yeah. end. And then you get away. But you didn't have to hide in a bush and he didn't, he didn't shoot you. No. You're young white girls. Yeah. And it was a tiny town. He knew us. So, like, he was always complaining to her mom. Like, her mom actually owned a business in the town. And so he would be like, hey, you need to keep them from coming to town on that golf cart. That's illegal. Hmm. That's, I mean. Was it like a country small town or? Yep. All farms. Yeah. Uh, it makes me think of, I mean, I've seen a million people drive on golf carts on city streets yeah, uh, we were like the dukes of hazard yeah, golf cart. <laughs> yeah the, i mean that's why i was asking because there's a where i live the theme of the town in all directions are completely different so the town north of me yeah there's people like driving their golf carts up to a gas station but it's because it's a real packed in rich white neighborhood but then East, yeah. uh, there's people actually. East, it's probably people driving their lawnmowers into town. That, to golf that happened a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I not only have I seen, yeah, the lawnmowers being driven, I've definitely seen golf carts driven, but like just a couple months ago, there was like a Trump parade of golf carts driving down the street. Trump like retweeted a picture of like white supremacists in a golf cart, yeah, yeah, the old like guy a, screaming white power, not knowing yeah, what yeah. it meant. <laughs> yeah yeah that was like a year ago but yeah so i mean they were all breaking the law too just like you're part of that crowd <laughs> yeah that's me uh well, well i had a friend too like when we were in high school he would take his riding lawnmower all through town and the same thing would happen to him different cop pretty dead but the cop uh, would the cop would get behind him and he would just start going through yards so he actually lived like in the city limits, but yeah, he would just go through yards until he lost the cop. Cutting grass on the way. Yeah, cutting grass. <laughs> but also, like outside of town, were a ton of Amish people, so there were always tractors going through, horses going through. Well, like it wasn't like we were the only non-car. Sounds like sexual harassment then. Yeah, maybe it was. <laughs> My cousin was like fourteen and fifteen at the time. Old dirty cops. <laughs> old dirty. He sounds old and dirty, <laughs> just from what I've heard here today. Uh, so, a long time ago, when I was in college, me and two friends, we went to go, we went out to other Eric's uh, parents' lake house, and yeah, we were out there just drinking and you know. If you name them, isn't the story going to be unusable? No one. Will, I can't find other Eric. And I'm, I'm just saying, we were talking about we, that. His, we have to his do, name's not really other Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, you know, and we can always bleep a name, but um, uh, we were driving. We were out of his lake house, and 
we were, I mean, we were stupid and we were like, Hey, let's take that golf cart into town. But this was like, I mean, he didn't live near the town at all. And we drove like we, start, we it was like one in the morning. We drove this golf cart down the street for like maybe 30 minutes. And then the battery, we could tell it was starting to, to lose power. We we're like, we're not going to make it. So we turned, and we knew it wasn't going to make it from the outset. So we turned it around. Oh, it died about halfway back. We pushed it the last like mile. Yeah, I've seen the tractors and the and, and golf carts all over the street. Yeah, I don't know why he would have chased you unless he was just like, oh, the Duke boys are at it again. <laughs> I, did, I never stole a golf cart or drove one into town or anything, but maybe seven years ago, a friend of mine, it was his birthday, and what he wanted to do was everybody get together and go play golf. And that is the first and only time I've ever went to play golf. I, I, I mean, I've been to the driving ranges and stuff before, but actually play a game of golf never happened. And he was like, you know, we'll have a nice chest, so bring whatever you want to drink. And I was like, oh, I had no idea that's what you got to do on golf courses. I got very intoxicated, which just encouraged him to get more intoxicated. And uh, I I don't know how we weren't kicked off of the golf course because uh, we were just acting completely ridiculous out there. And at one point, there's this small bridge. And I was like, okay. I'm going to steer, I'm going to do the gas and the brakes, and you steer. And it was just really dumb. We made it over the bridge, but drove directly into a tree right after. And, like, <laughs> we both flew up into the plexiglass window, and it unhinged from one side. And so we just had to drive it back, covered in mud, and <laughs> that they didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, man. So I think we got time for another story, if you want to tell one more. I think you have an underage drinking story that you, you, so we were talking about like everybody's got an illegal story, no matter what we can, we can, you just start down a rabbit hole asking questions and you're going to find people's criminality out there. Every, you can't live a life for that. It's not all of them are the craziest things where, you know, yeah, where you had to run, run from the police, even you're running from the police wasn't crazy. It's just funny, but <laughs> But yeah, not everybody has a story that they just have to tell once they meet someone and become, you know, cool with them. I was like, you uh, you were drinking. You were drinking and you were underage. And I'd already heard this story before. And I was like, what about this? Which, it was illegal. Everything <laughs> the story is illegal. So, um, again, you know, I, I still lived in this tiny town in my teen years. <clears throat> and so we all had friends who did not live in this town. And... One night I'm hanging out with two of my friends. I'll call them E and L. And L had this friend who lived in the next town over and he was having a party because his parents were out of town. So we went and E immediately gets like super, super trashed and is throwing up in the bathroom the entire night. And you guys are how old? How old? Uh, 16. 16. So L every time we went to a party anywhere she just found a guy to hook up with and like that was what she did she like slept with whatever guy and I did not know anyone else there so I'm just kind of wandering around 
and I go, I'm go outside to smoke weed with some people, and then that's this, totally illegal. Uh-huh. Well, while we're smoking, I didn't weed, even know that part of the story. <laughs> while we're smoking weed, one of the guys smoking weed with us, he's like, "Hey, do you want to go back inside with me?" And I no, I'm not doing anything, so I'm like, "Yeah, let's go." So we go into the dad's study. And we're hanging out. And at first we're like making out. And then I'm like, "Mm, this guy's boring. So I start like looking around the study for other things to entertain myself. So this wasn't E or L's house. This was just a random. Yeah, this was like a dude in the next town over. And. Did did you know him? No, I'd, I'd never met him. I don't even know his name to this day. And so I look around this study he has this big desk and he has some change sitting out on the desk and I start going through the drawers and I find super glue so I'm like hey wouldn't it be funny if we super glued all this change to the desk and so I did that and then like find whatever I left the next day or sometime um and so then like two years later I'm hanging out with two completely different friends S and K who are not friends with ENL. These people barely know each other. But we're going to a club um, in a city nearby. And she's like, well, Kay is like, hey, on the way, we're going to stop and pick up this friend of mine in the next town over. He wants to go to the club with us. Okay. He gets in the back seat. So you guys are adults at this point? No, I'm like 18. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, so I guess. I'm I'm probably a senior. I'm a senior in high school at this point. And I was probably a sophomore so we pick up this guy and he gets in the back seat and I'm like hey I went to a party in this neighborhood one time and he's just like oh yeah really and I was like yeah I glued the shame down and then he was like holy shit that was you and it turned out it was his party and he only got caught because his dad was like why is this change glued to my desk (laughs) (laughs) so he got in a lot of trouble (laughs) But then, like, uh, I told him I was like, I was like, yeah, that dude, because I remember the other guy's name was like, that dude so-and-so is with me. And it turned out they're like best friends. And he's like, what? He was with you? Like, he knew? He's been and, keeping it secret for two years. Yes. And so we get to this club, and he's like, I'm calling him. Like, I'm confronting him about it. So he calls him, and yeah, he's just like, hey, come out to this club with us and hang out. Um, and so the guy hangs out. But yeah, then like, you know, the first guy's like, I can't believe you knew the whole time what happened. Uh, but I don't know. So like, he didn't confront him on the phone. He invited him out. Yeah, he invited him to the club. <laughs> and then they actually like made me leave with him. And I was like really scared that something creepy was going to happen. And I almost like jumped out of his car. But that was <laughs> that was different. Well, that's not illegal to run away from something creepy (laughs) although your vandalism certainly underage drinking uh, you might be the worst criminal we've had on (laughs) (laughs) no it was good it was good i mean not everything has to be you know i was in a meth coma for six months after or something there's a there's a little bit of criminality out there for everybody yeah i like i out of all the stuff that I've done and everything, I don't, I don't recall being chased by the police. I'm surprised. I'm surprised because, yeah, I literally have been chased by the police a dozen times. And most of it when I was like not an adult. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, in my halftime, I probably wasn't even doing anything illegal. I just like, it's dark and the police shine their light on me. Run! <laughs> so, I actually, I mean, I'll tell you this one. This is a police chase story, too. It's not mine. So, I have three nephews. And <laughs> <laughs> you, you know my nephews. Yeah, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So, uh, the oldest nephew, he's a normal guy. The youngest nephews, he's cooler than the other two, but he's a normal guy. <laughs> You're going to hear this. The middle <laughs> nephew, he's a wild guy. <laughs> he can be, he can be wild sometimes. And so the story goes, this is like a middle school story. They're they're all. It might be high school, but you know, probably like if it's high school, it's like one of them's a freshman. So. Uh, they're hanging out with their friends late at night at the school, like in the field at the school. They're all sitting around smoking weed, maybe drinking. I'm not sure. But the police roll up, shine the lights on them, and they all scatter. And so the police take, I don't know how many police there were. Police take off chasing all these people, except for the middle nephew. He just sitting there smoking weed Watching everybody run, <laughs> watching the police chase him. <laughs> he didn't even bother to get up. <laughs> and then he got up. He, he did. He got up and walked away. <laughs> the police like maybe caught two of the people running, and yeah, everybody else got away, and that was it. <laughs> I ran from police one time when they broke up a party in the woods. Uh, I was like hanging out with this dude and he took off running. So I took off running, but then I realized that I didn't drive myself there. And so if I got like too lost into the woods, I would just miss my rhyme. So then I had to run back to the party to find my rhyme. And then I actually got into a friend confrontation with the cop and I yelled at him and he told my friend to take me home. Yeah, well. It was actually my friend L. <laughs> he's was sleeping with people and you, you were underage drinking yelling yeah i think i was 15 because she was 16 but she was a little bit older than I and was. you were buzzed but you were yelling at the cop yeah okay. i mean i had to have been pretty drunk because i don't think I, if i was just buzzed i don't think i would yell at a cop yeah so yeah, i mean I'm, I'm not just gonna say because you were white you got away with that but also because you were a young girl yeah and probably the small town probably had to do something with that too because I mean, yeah. there's no reason they wouldn't have just taken, like in the city, they wouldn't have been like, what the hell is this <laughs> trash little kid doing? <laughs> Yelling at me. <laughs> this was a county cop and he wasn't very old. He was actually from the small town I'm from, so we kind of knew who he was. And Yeah, yeah so that wouldn't fly in, in a bigger city at all. You know, just, oh man, these trashed little kids are, <laughs> they're scolding me. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> When no, I, he was just like, can someone take her home? And was like, yeah, I got it. What did you say to him? Do you remember? You remember no, yelling at him. I remember yelling at him. I don't remember. I remember he was like, I don't know. He said something about how we shouldn't be driving home. And I was like, we weren't going to drive home until you and your little friends came and made us leave. You and your little friends. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am 15-year-old Karen out here. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember. And I, I know I said other stuff, but I, I don't know. I don't remember. 
Whenever I was like underage drinking at house parties or hotel parties and cops would show up, I just kind of uh, developed this, I guess it's a possum tactic, where I just uh, pretended to be asleep. (laughs) I've done that too. In my head, like, the cops, you know, can't make me wake up, shake me around. (laughs) They can't arrest me for sleeping. But like... uh, Anytime they'd shown up and I... They just stick a breathalyzer in your sleeping mouth. <laughs> Pushed on my stomach to get... <laughs> uh, he's not sleeping, he's passed out. But the breathalyzer shows it. Well, no, anytime I'd ever pulled that, you know, cops were just kind of like, okay, well, keep it down. And didn't really check it out. And left, so... I never really got to test it, but... Uh, years later, uh, I was riding with a friend... And it was St. Saint Patrick's, and we were leaving bars and stuff, and he got pulled over, and I realized that, you know, even as an adult, I kept this tactic of pretending to be asleep, <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't know anything about it, so, like, uh, as soon as blue lights came on, we both said, oh, fuck, at the same time, and then and I slumped over the window, <laughs> I was, like, leaning against the door, and he's like, Scotty, what should I do? I mean, it seems like a good tactic. I mean, well, uh, he went to jail. I'm just and thinking I didn't, about so. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, drinking with some friends once when I was like 15, and we went driving around. They like hated some girl. So what happened was they called this girl, and they were like, "Hey, if we can pick you up, will you come to this party?" She agreed. So they go pick her up, take her out into the middle of nowhere in the same tiny town, kick her out of the back of the truck, beat the shit out of her. The cops? No, my friends. Yeah. Then they drive off, leave her in the middle of nowhere, realize that she had left her purse in the bed of the pickup truck. So they just throw it out of random. Your friends are girls though, right? Yeah. They're okay. Girls. Yeah, I'm like, Jesus Christ. No, this is getting... <laughs> it was all yeah, that's, that's the opening to black snake moan. <laughs> well, like, we go back to, so we were actually staying at this guy's apartment. Uh, he was like in his early twenties. So we go back to his apartment and the cops do show up later. Cause obviously she knows who beat her up. And I just pretended to be asleep on like, he had like three couches. And so on this one couch in his dining room. And yeah, they didn't even bother me. They took everyone else's names and phone numbers and then did actually follow up with them all about it. And I was totally out of the whole thing. So he had three couches? Yeah. In his living room? No, he had two in his living room and one in his dining room. That must have been a big living room. (laughs) So it was an apartment, and he literally what? only had a couch, or the two couches and a TV. Two couches and an apartment? Oh, my goodness. I, I had two couches in an apartment, and sometimes, yeah. like, I would push them face-to-face, so it made, like, a couch nest. Well, I mentioned this earlier, but my significant other, <laughs> earlier today, I was mentioning how I'd like to have a living room big enough to have a Papa Sun show. <laughs> and she was like... You couldn't get out of a Papa Sun chair. <laughs> you fat, gross bitch. <laughs> and yes, your story about someone having two couches in the living room. I've been thinking about this Papa Sun chair thing quite a bit. 
but that's just hiding that too also makes me think of a story where at my mom's house actually um i i didn't live there anymore um i came back one time uh, over the weekend for college and my mom's boyfriend had an older son who would come stay with him sometimes because he's a deadbeat and he would uh he would like buy 40s for like my younger brothers and sisters <laughs> he'd buy him cigarettes and everything. and so like like one night middle of the night i think my mom poked her head into this bedroom where they were all hanging out playing video games he's like 22 years old and my younger siblings are like you know 15 16 years old and my mom pokes her head i guess they heard her because she pokes her head in and there he is sitting there while they're playing video games he's got four open 40s in his lap. <laughs> <laughs> he's smoking like three cigarettes because <laughs> he's taking the blame for all the booze and cigarettes in this room it's a smoky ass room <laughs> and he likes to smoke three cigarettes at a time <laughs> drink a whole bunch of 40s they should have just fallen over asleep. <laughs> yeah, wherever you're standing, just fucking grab. <laughs> it is so funny. Oh my god, we should put that into a skit. <laughs> and if everybody does it, the cops can only assume that it's just a sleepover. I mean... <laughs> yeah, right? A smoky, noisy sleepover. <laughs> You like hear like the body stumping as they're walking down the hall. <laughs> People just falling over asleep. Um, well, thanks for being on the pod. It was a fun time. You're not exactly on the FBI's most wanted list. I know of some some stories from you that we probably wouldn't tell on the pod, but. <laughs> You have, you have some stories that were fun, so definitely let us talk about running from the police, which is going to come up in the second interview, the second guest. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe that's our theme. Playing possum, running from the police. So that's the. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd like to, you know, see what kind of different uh, tactics people have for running from the police. <laughs> well yours was really good i i i mean honestly i've never done it but it seems so simple <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like there's not much to it but like uh your middle middle cousin dewey his seemed really smooth just like yeah. not do anything oh <laughs> uh, well i mean I'm not gonna sit here and say that, that he was a genius for this <laughs> but i here my here here where this thought goes. You've seen the movie A Beautiful Mind, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I forget the Nash. What's his name? Something Nash. Whoever the the, the movie's John? about, the real scientist, his name is something Nash. I think it's John Nash. Anyways, they demonstrate his theory that he's most famous for in the movie. And in the he walks into a bar. There's a hot girl, and then there's like five of her friends who are like hot, hot too, but not as hot. And all he and all his buddies walk into the bar. They're like, I'm going to go talk to that girl. And then the other one's like, no, let me, I'm going to talk to her. And he's like, guys, if we all try to go after this girl, we're canceling out the, 
the other girls and we're also going to cancel out each other. He's like, we all go for the friends. We cancel out the hot girl. We all end up with the other girls. <laughs> That's his genius theory. It's a, it's a game theory. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, I certainly couldn't write up the equation for you. <laughs> but you get the theory behind it. It is the cops ran after all the other people and he walked away. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a game theory. I mean, we could probably publish this. <laughs> so Dewey. <laughs> yeah, he that was a genius move. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, no, I think we got some good audio. Definitely running from the cops, playing possum, all the tactics. Maybe we can get, yeah, maybe we can get more tactics from other people. Yeah. I mean, I just, the game theory, the game theory. There's so many ways to get away from the cops. How do so many people get busted? <laughs> yeah, yelling works for me. Yelling at the cops? Oh, my God. <laughs> just be white. That, that alone helps sometimes. I mean, it's gotten me this far, so. Yeah. <laughs> Although we should point out, I guess, that Dewey is not white. So he yeah, yeah. out. <laughs> I had, I mean, I had the cops draw their guns on me multiple times as a kid. But <laughs> I'm I'm also not white. Like they were just uh, playing around? Not, like, no, they were, they were. You want to scare this kid real quick? <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> I mean, not every time. Hey, kid, you like guns? <laughs> How do you like this gun? <laughs> oh, I, I definitely had him pull the gun out on me one time. Just because me and my friend were actually drunk in the middle of the day. And uh, we started fighting, like physically fighting in his front yard. And there was, an, the cops had been called on a, a neighbor that was fighting in the front yard. <laughs> So they were there for a different fight, a, dif a different domestic, a few houses yeah. down. And then they saw these drunk kids fighting in the front yard. They came over and they pulled their guns on us. Yeah, broke it up. And then they made us smash our beers against the trees. <laughs> and then they left. I remember like it was so it was really embarrassing because like I I missed the tree when I threw my beers. <laughs> And they made me you just looked at you like you were an idiot. Yeah, I was like Whoa. Dr. Fauci throwing up that ball at the game. <laughs> but yeah, I, then they made me go get my beers, pick them up, and throw them again. <laughs> and then uh, scene from uh, Pineapple Express where they go to break the phone. <laughs> James Franco <Rangers laughs> just throw, throws things into the wood. <laughs> it's like I don't know how often do people break things. <laughs> It was that. It really was. It was exactly that. I missed the tree. And yeah, then I felt all dumb when they made me go pick up my beers and try again. Oh. So I should have played possum, but it just, just didn't work out. Sleeping in the yard. <laughs> we were fighting. We just fell asleep. Just a little yard nap. Yes, we fell asleep on top of each other. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, thanks to Blinky, B Blinky yeah. for for yeah, who we've known a while. Definitely told us some. I mean, and I know Blinky has more stories out there that are 
that you know but not you don't have to come on here and tell us the thing that ruined your life you know yeah so yeah and i guess now i mean you you ready to queue up another no, i wouldn't say this is a police chase story <laughs> I, I mean honestly you know actually i would i think i might say realistically realistically i think i might that while there's other activity involved as well yeah yeah but like even like in the moment of the police chase here that's not the part of the story you'll be thinking of although all i could think about while, while we we're talking to that last guest was just what a really slow police chase that was <laughs> but yeah so um yeah we're talking to another guest mrs pac-man yeah yeah and if you're ready to roll it let's yeah let's cue it in all right okay so welcome to true criminals we have a guest on today you want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. <laughs> hey, this may be to nobody. We don't even Hope know. Hope you guys are doing okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess we're doing okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing fantastic. So, I, I Scott's going in blind. I heard the general... not. I didn't hear anything about your story that you, you, th you might tell. But I at least heard the... Okay. I heard the topic... So that's all I know. I don't know anything else. Um, and he hasn't told me any of that. I'm, I'm or real blind on this. Okay. But we're just trying to talk to regular people. I expect most stories are going to be well into people's past, you know, and it, it still doesn't matter because we're, we're staying anonymous. And when I heard your topic, I, I, I didn't have a story that tied in. I don't know. I don't know Scott that well. <laughs> yeah my story is um yeah i was a little skeptical about even telling it because i swore to myself go to my baby story <laughs> so yeah it's it's uh, it's a little funny okay okay um so do you want to want to lead us into it what what exactly is it's your oh story? okay what Okay, well, this is, um, I guess this thing, or for my story in particular, is um, actually getting away with the crime. Or So it kind of starts off with me um, being high on ecstasy. And um, this happened when I was in my early 20s, so it's, it's been a while. And um, the place that I was at is known for, like, uh, crime activity um stuff like that so i had just finished uh having a exchange with this guy and so um so the area is known for like things like that and so the police actually kind of wrote down on us after we finished doing our little deal and um, i'm sure that the him? guy were you buying drugs from him? No, it was actually a sexual exchange. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, I was already high on ecstasy. So anyway, um, so we finished doing our little deal or whatever, and um, I will be fucking down. The police, like, just came up all of a sudden, 
he just appeared. And so um, here I am about to get arrested for prostitution. The guy, I'm sure that he was um, an illegal immigrant. I'm, I'm pretty sure, um, you know, a lot of the signs were there or whatever, which I wasn't concerned with at all. And so, um, you know, he tried to arrest the, the guy. <laughs> I don't discriminate. I, yeah, I was totally fine that he wasn't able to speak any English. <laughs> and, are you, sure? um, are, you know. Are, are, are you sure that it like, <laughs> that's what he wanted? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Like you didn't assault <laughs> yeah, this guy? <laughs> no, I didn't assault him. Um, fortunately, he knew. Um, you know, he could speak a little English where he could understand like pussy, money, things like that. So we were good on that, that little tip there. So, yeah. So the cop, he, he just appeared like a fucking, I don't know what. So here the guy is about to get arrested and possibly fucking deported here. And so luckily this guy took off running. He broke (laughs) and took off running. And guess what I did? You ran the other I took way? my fucking heels off. Yes, I ran the fucking other way. And um, I outran the police. I um, hid in some bushes, like some very thick bushes. Like I hid inside of the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so here I am stranded. And this is a predominantly Hispanic community. So here I am like this black girl reaching out like literally reaching out you know i'm because you know people were out it was at night but you know people were just out hanging out and so i'm literally like reaching out like hey can i run in your house like help me and they looking at me like did you on your own were you knocking on doors no i was in the bushes like i could hear the cops walking back and forth i can hear the walkie-talkie Like, I wasn't sure how far I had ran from the police, so I kind of ducked in the bushes, you know. And, um, you know, I could hear the walkie-talkies going off. They're looking for a suspect, da-da-da-da-da. And so once I stayed there long enough where I didn't hear anything, and I just kind of broke for it, and it was literally like out of a movie. Like, um, so I'm trying to make it to my car where my friend, he was waiting on me. And so um, it was, uh, I had to like jump this fence and it was by the dumpsters. Luckily it was like a mattress that was leaning on the fence that I needed to get over. And um, I got over the fence and I fucking got away. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, so what I like, I like the Ninja Warrior portion of your story. (laughs) I definitely like, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking one of those uh, action movie rooftop chases where they're just going through different people's apartments. And yeah, yeah. Like the cops came in behind you <laughs> and a mother holding the baby was like, she went that way. <laughs> right, right. It was, it was like that. It was such an experience. And I've never, I probably told that story like probably maybe once before because I was like, I can't tell nobody about this <laughs> shit, you know? So, I mean... <laughs> That guy took off running. Were you guys in his car? No, we were actually outside. It This happened outside. Okay. Like, we did our little thing outside, and it was, like, behind the apartment building, 
And um, so, yeah, we were outside and it was just so crazy. The cop disappeared. Like he was, he must knew we were behind there and um, he just kind of crept up on us or whatever. I don't know, but he just fucking appeared out of nowhere. And my heart fucking dropped. I was like, oh my God, like, am I really finna get arrested for prostitution? <laughs> Maybe he was uh, oh, just my God. enjoying the chill but- once you guys were done, it's like, all right. <laughs> maybe, maybe. You uh, know what? I never thought about it like that. Yeah, that could be possible. When you're, that you're, could very well be possible. As you're describing it, yeah. I, I assume it's at night. Um, and uh, you're, you're like, he's popping. Yep. And I am picturing him creeping. I'm picturing a cop. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like the hamburger sneaking up. <laughs> uh, uh, right. Like, what was he doing behind the buildings anyways? I know, right? Yeah, areas like known for um, that kind of activity, and I was expecting to make some money, and um, I went out there, took a chance, and I never looked back. Never looked back. <laughs> and from that experience, I never did that again. <laughs> um, so I've definitely hid from the cops in a bush before. Yeah, I mean, as a kid, I've I ran from the cops probably dozens of times. I'm sure. Yeah, never for never for <laughs> prostituting, but uh, <laughs> I I have run from the cops, and I've always thought like a bush is just a great place if it's night. Jump in a bush yeah. and just just wait it out. I mean, yeah, it's a great place to hide. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It was a pretty good idea, and yeah, I didn't get caught. It's just amazing, you know. I just <laughs> it's still mind blowing to this day that I got away like that. So. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I think the <clears throat> I don't, I, I've never been like on a full run from the cops, but uh, there was a Halloween. I don't even remember what year it was, but several people in my car. We were leaving uh, the local street that has multiple bars, and everybody was pretty intoxicated. And uh, I was driving this big ass, like uh, eighty-five town car, and a cop. Pulled, mm-hmm. like swooped behind me and I was like oh shit I'm definitely getting pulled over but uh I I mm-hmm. never never thought of this or anything but just pulled into somebody's driveway and jumped out of the car like not like I was running or anything but got out of the car and just started walking up like I was uh bumbling for keys to go in the house and slowly rolled by that is the closest I've been to a couch oh, well, I... oh wow that was pretty smart too I've I've pulled that move as well and took and jumped out of the car and ran though, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean I ran for and half the time I didn't even need to run from the cops. One time we saw a cop turning to we knew he was coming to to come roll up on us because we were just skateboarding in a church at night. Yeah. And then as soon as we saw the cop, everybody ran like we were all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, definitely like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and actually got us all anyways. <laughs> we, were, we didn't run very well. Uh, but, yeah, one time, definitely when I was like 16, 15, actually the first time I uh, I ever got drunk, really drunk, on, like I was probably 14. Uh, yeah, I remember I, I, did, I climbed a fence as well, and we cop was trying to, he was like circling the block, and we were in this big park. 
and he was circling the block, shining his light across the park because he could see us, but it was night, or he'd seen us, but it was nighttime, so he couldn't tell where we were in the park. But it's a big open park, so it's mm-hmm. just a huge city block that he can just circle and shine his light until he hopefully sees us. I climbed a fence, and I was so drunk, I like fell over the fence, and my pants got caught. It was a chain link fence, so my, <laughs> my pants got caught. Oh, ca- Lord. <laughs> my pants got caught on the top of the, the spiky part of the chain link, and so all my friends were like, <laughs> trying to run across the field and they all had to stop and come back and get me down from the fence because I was stuck up there like a scarecrow. Like, I'm like... Oh, Lord. <laughs> caught my back of my pants. I'm like, oh, my God. And I can barely tell what's going on. Yeah, and I, it tore my pants to get off, like, just pocket out of the back. And, yeah, I fell down. Oh, that was a close one. Well, he, like, he saw us then and he, like, started driving over there and we all took off through neighborhoods. And, yeah, that, that was one of the times I just, like jumped in a bush it was just a suburban neighborhood so i was like he's not gonna go through all the bushes <laughs> there's too many bushes yeah the See, next... we all have the bush thing in common yeah, yeah i think the <laughs> next day i woke up i had like not only did i have like a huge hole in my pants i was like my fingernails had dirt all in them and i was scratched all up i think i had poison ivy first like real hangover i ever had it was it was a nightmare. Oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, though, I definitely liked your story. It uh, it had a lot of fun elements. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I hope you guys enjoyed it. I um, I was brave enough to tell it. I feel yeah, strong no, thank now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that we count as therapy, but if you want <laughs> After, after after having that experience and everything and outrunning the cops on foot, whenever you watch shows like Cops and everybody's getting caught and ran down, are you just like, what a bunch of bitches? Sometimes. <laughs> I Sometimes. Like, you should have got away. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you guys having me on. And, um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, I really appreciate you coming on. I, I'm, I would. This isn't a normal podcast, so it's not like I could be like, "Oh, do you want to promote anything?" Give it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, but yeah, we do appreciate you coming on. Uh, I was, I was really nervous about about uh, your story because <laughs> I didn't have anything. Really, were, I didn't have anything related. That was the big thing. I was like, oh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I was like, I consider myself a pretty well-bred criminal here, and and I I just don't relate. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding, though. Yep. (laughs) It's just a story from a perspective that, yeah, I just didn't have a tie-in anywhere. But that was good. Yeah. And, yeah, so thanks for coming on. Um, If you think of any other crazy stories, you know, you always... Be willing to have you come right. back. But yeah, that was a, it was a pretty good time. All right. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right, cool. Talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. All right. Bye bye. Well, we definitely want to thank our guest. We appreciate yeah, her coming on. Very brave telling her story. Definitely an interesting story. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting to get anything uh, that uh, personal this soon into the podcasting. 
Oh man, uh, it was so hard to keep it secret. Like as soon as I heard, <laughs> as soon as I heard, oh, the story's prostitution. I was like, oh, oh man, <laughs> I don't have. No. <laughs> like as she was, you know, she kept saying exchange. And you're like, oh, so you're buying drugs? She's like, no, sexual exchange. Yeah, I was kind of speechless. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, like. I, I, all I knew was that was the topic. And so I was, I was like, I, I hear it's a wild story. So it's not going to be like, we're going down a sad road or something. And right. honestly, I, just to be open about it, I am, I'm full support of sex work. I think. It's, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's a legitimate business out there that in fact, some of the criminalization of it definitely causes a lot of problems. It makes it worse. It yeah. makes it worse. It makes it a lot it, worse. It creates criminals and it creates an unsafe environment. Oh, uh, yeah. So I did want to make sure that we pointed that out. That I, I mean, n- we're not trying to shame or do anything for her. Yeah, yeah. Goes. And I mean, even her story, it was like a dabble in situation. And I mean, honestly, who knows what sort oh. of situations anybody would dabble in. So, yeah, no, I thought that was good. And I'm definitely glad, you know, she came on. Push yeah. past those fears. I know she was uh, a little bit apprehensive about coming on to tell her story. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad she, she came on. And, you know, for anybody else out there that might want to come on and tell a story, you know, any, I, I mean, realistically, you know, I would say no topic is off, you know, I don't know. Maybe there are. Actually, I, there probably are. I don't want to say that. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah. I- Murder stories, probably not our bag. Yeah, even though like someone may have a, a really funny murder story. Yeah. <laughs> I just... I, like, like a clown murder story? We want it, but we just probably can't. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, thanks to the guest. Um, yeah, that was awesome. That was, a, that was a fun story. Fun story, and yeah, anybody, you got something out there you want to... We're we're practically therapists over here. I think I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you pulled that from the from the the guest, but yeah, no, I'm I'm expecting uh, you know, or true criminals get an email from her, or maybe just a personal text, you know, saying how like relieved she is to get that off her chest. Yeah, yeah. every day seems brighter now. Every day, <laughs> I've been I've been carrying this weight with me for so long, so. <laughs> And so, if you have a weight you've been carrying with you, please reach out to one nine hundred Mix a Lot. <laughs> Kick them nasty thoughts. That yeah, or uh, or if you can't make a phone call at that time, you can just email us at truecriminalsjailpod at gmail dot com. Yes, uh, and we will probably get an Insta and a Twitter and all those things going for some other direct messaging contacts coming up soon but yeah yeah true criminals jail pod at gmail.com and yeah hope you enjoyed the show and be sure to rate subscribe and everything else and until next time same bat time same bat channel yeah peace out forever try to make people cry every episode I just pretended to be asleep. You couldn't get out of a Papa Sun chair. <laughs> he could understand, like, pussy, money.